So a formal good morning to everyone. You guys get an extra gold star for being here on like the first perfect beach weekend of 2023. Somebody at the eight o'clock had the audacity to ask me if I'd keep my homily short so they could get to the um, beach. And as a treat, because they were so good for being here, you are, I'm going to give you the abridged version this morning so people can go out and really enjoy this absolutely beautiful day because as much as God loves having all of us here today and I love having you, I know God also gives us these wonderful days to appreciate and really enjoy being in, in the midst of the beauty of God's creation equally is as sacred. So we'll um, kind of give a little compromise there today. So um, with that, I do invite everyone to please stand. And be, our service begins on our front page of our booklet. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us join in singing hymn 621.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, you know our necessities before we ask and our ignorance in asking. Have compassion on our weakness and mercifully give us those things which for our unworthiness we dare not and for our blindness we cannot ask. Through the worthiness of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. First reading from the book Wisdom of Solomon. There is no God besides you whose care is for all people to whom you should prove that you have not judged unjustly. For your strength is the source of righteousness, and your sovereignty over all causes you to spare all. For you show your strength when people doubt the completeness of your power, and you rebuke any insolence among those who know it. Although you are sovereign in strength, you judge with mildness, and with great forbearance you govern us. For you have power to act whenever you choose. Through such works you have taught your people that the righteous must be kind, and you have filled your children with good hope because you give repentance for sins. Here ends the reading. Please join me in saying together Psalm 86. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Knit my heart to you that I may fear your name. I will thank you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forevermore. For great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the nethermost pit. The arrogant rise up against me, O God, and a band of violent men seeks my life. They have not set you before their eyes. But you, O Lord, are gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and full of kindness and truth. Turn to me and have mercy upon me. Give your strength to your servant and save the child of your handmaid. Show me a sign of your favor so that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed because you, O Lord, to me. The second reading from Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then ears, ears of God, and joint ears, hears with Christ, if, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. 
for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was sub subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. And now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. The word of the Lord. Please stand and join in singing hymn 542. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Another parable Jesus put before the crowds. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, 
then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, no, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. And the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and evildoers. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father, let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. First, thank you to Maria for reading so wonderfully those readings. Nobody would have known that you were reading them cold this morning, so thank you for taking care of that for us. So I'm wondering how many of us, after hearing that gospel this morning, are asking this question and looking around and saying to yourself, so who are the weeds? Because I know I'm the wheat. So who are the weeds? And the answer is, we are both. For what this gospel doesn't talk about is the weed that is growing up among the wheat. It is a weed very much like those Siberian irises. Now, in my backyard, we have lots of beautiful bearded irises. And then the Siberian irises were growing all over in the rocks and stuff. And I thought, isn't this wonderful? We love irises. Until my neighbor told me that those Siberian irises are invasive. And those wonderful flowers will pop wonderful seeds that will blow and get in between all your other flowers and sure enough that's what eventually happened and the only way to get rid of those siberian irises is literally to dig out my bearded irises and pull them off the rhizomes and then replant this weed that we're talking about in this morning's gospel does exactly that. It lands because of the wind into the field. And then as it takes root, it entangles its root with the root of the wheat. And as it shoots up, it looks like it's wheat until it starts to wrap itself around the shaft of the wheat and then forms its own heavy grain head above. And as Jesus noted this morning, there is no way to get rid of it unless you pull out both plants. Now, while Jesus talks about this parable as being about the world itself, let us think for a moment that we, each and every one of us, are a 
harvest field in and among ourselves. God created us at the beginning of time perfect and wonderful and beautiful. Even at our birth, Augustine tells us that we are born actually without original sin, but we are born into a cloud of sin with a propensity towards sin. So just like our sweet, innocent babies that we bring into this world that are pure and wonderful and perfect, in time, that perfect child does become corrupted, probably around 13 or 14. And that beautiful, perfect child is now sort of intermingled with all those teen issues and adult issues that are intermingled with us. And so as we begin to look around and ask who's the weed and who's the wheat, the truth of the matter is, in Jesus' parable, each shaft is, each plant is totally intertwined, almost as if it is one. And as you hear, it is only at the harvest time that the plants can be separated and the wheat set aside for harvest and the weed set aside for burning. And who is it that does the separating and points it out but the farmer itself? This parable, I believe, becomes a reminder to each and every one of us of what is the gospel truth. Just like the intertwined wheat plant with the weed, we are powerless to the evil of this world. We are enslaved, as Paul will say to evil and sin itself and we can't do anything about it as i said to the guys earlier this morning this is one of those things that we just can't fix and the only way we are able to release ourselves from the twisted weeds around us is through the work that christ began on the cross the only way we can free ourselves from death and sin is through the waters of baptism and acknowledging within ourselves that we need God's help in order to free ourselves of the entanglement of evil. And so this morning's gospel really does serve as a reminder that we are both weed and wheat. That despite how hard we may try, we will live our lives entangled and unable to free ourselves from those weeds, except through the grace of the cross and the waters of our baptism. For as my spiritual director in Syracuse once said to me, Craig, here is the reality in terms of heaven itself. All that is good all that is pure, all that is about love within ourselves, survives death itself. All that isn't that is separated away and left into the darkness and burned in the fires of hell itself. So yes, we are weed and we are wheat, intertwined but for the grace of God and the adoption through the cross, we are able to free ourselves through the salvation that is Christ. Amen.
Please stand as you're able and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant our mercy, God, that all who confess your name may be united in your trust, in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory to the world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and all the nation in the way of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Give us all reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightfully in the service of one another and to your glory and honor. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Bless all, bless all who live, I closely link with yours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as you love us. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffered in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In our parish circuit of prayer, we pray for Ron Harvey, Elaine Castile, Catherine Harvey, Taylor, Jane Gastuber, and Terry Ward, and David, Debbie, and Andrew Cracker. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In our diocese circuit of prayer, we pray for St. James, North Providence, St. James with socket, and St. Anne by the sea, blocked, island. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We commence to your mercy all who have died, especially Mark Bofield, that your will for them will be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. 
Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. O Lord, our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls. And to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of our Savior, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Okay, that's enough fellowship. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I'm Ron Cowie, the Senior Warden, and uh, just a qu couple quick announcements. Um, First off, the cookout was a great success. A lot of thanks for everyone who volunteered and helped out. That's kind of the point, is that we do these things and we all kind of come together and next thing you know, you're active in the church. And how did that happen? And you get a cheeseburger out of the deal too, so that's pretty cool. Um, first off, the Christmas crafting. Monday, July 24th, that's tomorrow, from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. Nancy Dawson Brady will be starting her crafting sessions on Monday for anyone who is interested in making crafts for the Holiday Bazaar. Nancy has lots of fun ornaments to be painted and assembled as well as other really unique Christmas decor pieces. This is just the first of several sessions. Stop by, take a look, and see if you're interested in participating. And if you're interested in joining Nancy but can't make it this Monday, send an email to parishadmin at St. Peter's by the Sea and we'll let you know about upcoming sessions. And the 13th annual cookout at Champaign Heights is Saturday, August 19th from 11 to 1 p.m. And we'll get more information as that as that comes along. Also, um, let's see, there's one more and then Zoe, we got yeah, a bunch of holiday bazaar stuff. And Zoe, do you wanna make an announcement about the Christian Women's Group? Thank you very much. Does anyone else have anything, joys, concerns? Yes, Janessa. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Chef Janessa announced that she has made entirely too much food for coffee hour. So everyone, please stay and do our part in eating it. That is our community service for this morning. Oh, one more thing. It is Miss Anna's birthday this week, so there are a little bit of coffee. Ah, okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to Anna. 
and that walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God.
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on the first day of the week overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven.
Let us pray. Eternal God, you have graciously accepted us as living members of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Savior. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us stand as we're able and sing hymn 541.
let us go forth rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Thanks be to God.